This is Farfetched Threads, our people podcast, where you can hear the real stories about life as a farfetcher. Hi, and welcome to Farfetched Threads, our people podcast. I'm Katarina, employee brand lead here at Farfetch, and today I'm super excited to welcome Sharam Nandra, senior private client stylist, Quinn Sifu, director of service excellence, and Luis Carvalho, SVP of technology, to talk more about our Boomerang program. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Now, before actually jumping to my first question, and just to give some context to everyone listening, Boomerang is our paid sabbatical program. It's an opportunity for us to recognize our people's long-term commitment and contribution to the Farfetch mission by giving them, you know, what could be considered the ultimate luxury, time. So I guess today I'm super excited to hear more about your personal experiences while on Boomerang. But first, tell us a bit more about, you know, your role and overall journey at Farfetch. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Sharon and I'm a senior stylist in Farfetch Private Client. Um, I've been with the company for about six years um, and I've loved every minute of it. Um, I definitely needed my sabbatical uh, when it came to the five years. Um, I'm also a mother of two, so um, I'm a very busy, busy woman um, with a full-time job and two small children at home. Um, so I've, with Carvalho, I've been at Farfetch for a decade now. Uh, it's been over 10 years, um, um, basically around the technology area from engineering to architecture to, to, to kind of now the broader technology scope. And it's been a fun ride uh, as Sharon. I'm a father of two. They, they also keep me busy. So uh, it's, uh, I think, uh, as we'll see today, kind of taking that boomerang, the time out with them was, was a good experience. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Quincy. So I'm the service excellence director in China. I take care of the service to our customers in China, including my customer service, customer operations, premium service, service engagement, and the workforce management team as well. So I joined Farfetch as a CS manager at uh, the June of the 2015. So actually after uh, three, uh, three months later, I will become a uh, like eight years old Farfetch, Farfetch. So happy to be here to share my experience for Boomerang. Well, amazing. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here and accepting our invite. Now, as you mentioned, you're a father of two and that you had an amazing experience while on Boomerang. Can you share with us a little bit more on how you choose to enjoy your sabbatical leave? For context, um, so what we were planning our Boomerang um, just before COVID kind of stroke and hit, hit us all very hard. Um, so we had to postpone that that, uh, that boomerang for a few years. So when we decide to finally take it, we just went all in and went uh, for four weeks to Australia uh, to kind of visit the, the, the East Coast. And uh, again, just traveling to the, to the other side of, of the world with, with my wife and my kids and uh, with, uh, with them not having that experience of traveling to the other side was just 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 kind of a crazy idea at the time we decided to take the, the leap of faith and and do it uh, and it was just it was amazing for for them and for me uh, also uh, so yeah it, uh, we went to the other side of the world <laughs> well i mean that is amazing and a trip like that can only be described as a i don't know once in a lifetime experience um 
But what is also what I can only imagine a once in a lifetime experience is being a father for the first time. I know Quincy, you can tell us a little bit more about that and how you chose to enjoy your boomerang. Yeah, actually, I spent the boomerang with my family. So actually, I took like two weeks of the time out with my newborn baby and my family. So in the beginning there, I stay, I spent like three days in the hospital to accompany with my wife wait for the delivery. Uh, I have to say which that it is the most expensive accommodations I have stayed in my life. <laughs> More expensive than any other like five-star hotels. I have to say the hospital is really a luxury industry for sure. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the weeks I, I stay in the baby care center because you know both of me and my wife have uh, like zero experience on taking care of the baby so in a center there will be like professional people can take in care and i also can learn how to handle the newborn baby as well so i remember the most difficulty is like for me to get sleep because you know the newborn baby they will need to be eat for every few hours so they will always wake up in the midnight so it is like very suffer so so I, i'm like very lucky because you know we have the boomerang project here so i can so having the full energy with my baby and uh, you know i don't have to you know worry about works if i do not sleep well i cannot work well as well so yeah that's good for me well that's amazing and i think it's a great example on how in today's society the role of the father is in fact changing and the fact that you took the time to be there present throughout the entire process is truly inspiring but sharon i think sometimes it's not only about the once in a lifetime experiences, it could be just as important to take the time for ourselves, take a step back, recharge. Uh, and I think you can tell us more about that. How did you choose to enjoy your boomerang? I had um, an amazing experience. Um, it was very simple. Um, I just wanted to take time out to go to Chinatown and have some dumplings, go and watch a matinee at the cinema, um, catch up with my friends and family, and um, go to a museum or a gallery and just walk around and take life in um, without having to rush and worry about time too much. Um, I also went to visit a friend in Spain who's a dear friend of mine um, and have quality time with him by myself. Um, so it was more about well-being and time with my, for myself and with my friends and family. I mean, what I find more interesting hearing you is that, you know, you just shared three completely different experiences, but with a lot of similarities as well. Um, and I, I'm sure you can agree that, bottom line, this is a huge learning opportunity. So I guess my question is, what did you learn from this experience? Yeah, I think, you know, I think life is very precious and time is very precious and we're constantly rushing around because we have responsibilities and to have that time which is so precious and just enjoy every minute of it doing things we love um i think is such an amazing gift uh, to have and um as life gets busier and busier um, and we get less and less time. This this time that we're given by Farfetch is a real gift and it's an amazing opportunity to to just do whatever you want to do. And I would encourage anybody to have who has some time to grab it and uh, make the most of it. 
think Sharon said something that's really important is just taking that time kind of to, to get away from the, the, the day-to-day rush that, the, or that pursuit for something that sometimes I think most of us are still trying to figure out precisely what we're pursuing. Um, so getting out of that, of those motions that we, we get stuck in, doing something completely different. I think in my case, it was very good to kind of reset some, some of those concepts and ideas, not just professionally, even with family. And my, my, just my, my older daughter, she's, she's, uh, she's, she's 15. So she, in a few years, she'll go on into her own life. Um, so having this time to kind of reset and not seeing her as kind of kid anymore and, and as a teenager and as a, almost a full, full grown woman and having those four weeks with her and experience all those new things with her and, and my younger one it was it was just just high opening and, and amazing to kind of to live through and another lesson is when you come back you do not forget about all of those things so now everything that i do moving forward will have that story or those stories to kind of to add up and they are not about work they are actually about me learning to be away from work, which is another, which is in a, was in itself an another adventure. Turning turning off was not easy. Yeah, actually, uh, for me, I would say uh, in our life there will be like big things or events happen, you know, for each five to ten years. So having the boomerang projects will be very helpful to make sure you have enough time to deal with these uh, big things in your life, and do not really bothered by your works. So actually, uh, I, I did I did learn a lot because you know it is uh, very important for me because it's a unique experience. I learned how to feed my babies, diapering, bathing, and hugging. I'm so happy I can spend like a few weeks twenty four seven with my baby and my wife. Time goes by and the baby grows so fast. You know, uh, he is now like two and a half years old already. So. He now can like work and eat by himself. There will be a day he will become like a very independent. But I will missing the newborn baby parent because at that time he's like hundred percent rely on me, and which the important thing is like he he have no choice. <laughs> now, Liz, you mentioned something that I I really want to explore. Um, and from someone who hadn't had the opportunity to enjoy her boomerang yet, I think the um, stepping back from work for a longer period of time of what we are used to can be daunting and, and overwhelming for some um how did you navigate it, the switch off process and, and do you have any advice yeah so how do you disconnect from what you do uh, five days six days sometimes seven days a week um and, and decide to take in my case so, so that everyone's where actually i took the, the six weeks so, and one of the reasons I took the six weeks is because I knew from experience that during the first week, I would not completely kind of turn off from work to fully enjoy what, as you said before, once, once in a lifetime experience. So one of the things is I learned that about myself. So I do need a few days. So I, I can account for that and I accepted it. And then I gradually forced me to leave the phone at home, no, turn off the laptop and not listen to notification. Uh, first days, not easy. You know, it's been a lifetime of, 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 of kind of high intensive, intense work, uh, sometimes queuing towards workaholic. <laughs> um, 
but uh, over the last years, I've been trying to learn that that kind of that, those techniques, and, and that's how I, I did it. And I allowed myself like uh, first few days for the guilty trip of still <laughs> going to Slack and still reading email, and then gradually, because I was not longer coming to the office, gradually turning off from work, accepting. And that's also a huge realization. You have to accept your team will handle it. Your peers, your colleagues, you know, your boss, your reports, depending on where you are in the company, they will handle it if you've done your job properly. So accepting that also takes a while. But you know, at the end of that first week, it was just an amazing feeling. And I can share with, with the group that on week three, I completely forgot about Farfetch. <laughs> if you ask me where I work, I had to think for a few seconds. And I'm, this is not me even joking. It was really good because I was really completely able to disconnect and focus on my family and all those experiences like Quincy was sh sharing that, you know, having your kid, the first kids going through those first weeks, but also going through their teenage years, going seeing my kid experience a roller coaster for the first time and being completely scared but still enjoying it, right? And then talking about it for months afterwards about how brave he was and he was doing it. All of those things then are really worth it because I was 100% there and not thinking about that last email that I need definitely to answer on Monday. Otherwise, the world will finish and the world never finishes. <laughs> um, you just get more work after that email. So yeah, it was a, you know, it's not easy. It takes a while. You have to practice and allow yourself that transition, but then fully commit to being offline. Yeah, but I guess, Sharon, I'm curious to understand how does the, the switch off process works when you don't have the big trip planned, you don't have the newborn, you're just really taking the time for yourself to slow down and enjoy the little things in your life. I think it's good um, if you get this time, which we, you know, we never get, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity really, is to have a plan. And um, you can either um, go away. Um, so you've made a commitment already to go and do something um, or have um, things that you want to, to do and set that into some kind of plan, um, which is what I did. So um, halfway through my sabbatical, I, I went to Spain um, and I, I booked it, I made sure I booked it so it happened. Um, and uh, just to, I knew what I wanted to do. I had a, I had a wish list of things that I wanted to do for a long time. Um, it's been a long time since I've read a book cover to cover. So that was, you know, I'd bought some books. They were on my bedside table. Um, and I just had a list of things that I wanted to do because the time, you can, it's very easy to fill your day with, with things to do. It's about filling them with the right things that you want to do that that you never get the opportunity to do. Um, so I would definitely say have a plan and because um, time goes very quickly and you don't want to get to the end of your sabbatical and you've not you've not made the most of that. Um, and also, um, yes, to uh, disconnect you know, make on your last day at work before your sabbatical, um, close everything off, hand it over, um, know that you've done your best and um, switch off your phone, switch off your laptop and um, freedom, here we come. 
and also another tips is like you need to write down uh, you know which floor is the office to make sure you didn't get lost when you're coming back because i do really you know because in shanghai our office office was around 10 to 12 floor actually the first day when i get back to the floor i was pressing like eight floors <laughs> so uh so yeah make sure you write it down <laughs> I mean, Quincy, that is so funny. And it's actually a great segue to my next question, which is how did you feel returning? I mean, you go away, you have all these amazing experiences. And Luis said something earlier uh, that when you come back, these experiences come back with you in a way. So how did Boomerang have an impact in your work and in your personal lives? I think I came back really re-energized um, with a very creative mind. Um, of how I was going to approach my work. Um, I was really excited to, to come back as well. And um, I forgot lots of my passwords. <laughs> so um, I think lots of us do that. We've also changed floor. Uh, Farfetch is moving very quickly. Um, so things change when you're off. Um, but I was really um, energized, inspired. Um, and just really excited to, to talk to clients again and um, in, in a completely other headspace, really re-energized and felt really positive and just that I'd had a, a really amazing two months off. Before I answer that, your question, um, I just want to add to, to something that Sharon said before about planning. We even, uh, we even end up doing PowerPoint presentations about what those six weeks would look like, specifically the four weeks in, in Australia. So that, so that became a commitment within the family. Right? We knew precisely where we would be in terms of location, but also what kind of things we wanted to do and we agreed in those things. So there was no escape. Once you commit as a group of four, we were all in and uh, i think you know just wanted to reinforce that because it, it, it was also very important uh, and it actually became like a pre pre boomerang scenario like all that planning sharon became another boomerang in itself like it became an experience as a family in itself so i just wanted to add that as for the the coming back you know as i said before there was that period where i was completely you know and I, it had been more than a decade you know, uh, almost two decades that I felt like that, right? Um, I completely disconnected. I haven't felt that for almost 20 years. It was really amazing. Coming back was kind of the similar experience, but on the other side of, of the equation, which is when I returned, I realized and all of those things that you worry for so, so long as in your professional life, like, oh, if I'm away and if I, you know, if life goes on and no one will miss me, or if no job is done, am I really necessary? Can everyone goes through that imposter syndrome once in a while. The reality is once you come back and you realize, again, your team, like Quincy said, you prepare everyone for your, your, your absence, right? You're away, but everything's prepared. And what I realized is, you know, the fact that people had that chance for them to step up and do extra work and do some additional kind of, um, challenges and have that experience of doing a job that was maybe above what they are used to do or, or slightly to the left or slightly to the right of what of their comfort zone they were really excited and they were sharing those stories and that got me excited to come back because now it kind of felt like farfetch moved 
two months and I had to catch up. And that that's actually a really good feeling for me. You have to catch up with work and you have to get, get all in and uh, you have all that energy that you accumulated from bringing away. So it was another amazing experience coming back. To be honest, together with that was coming back to the office, which was, I have to admit, <laughs> an emotional experience. Coming back to the office uh, here in Lyonnais, in my case, after Boomerang and, and, and being away for so long with COVID was almost like, I almost cried, <laughs> which is, was weird. Uh, but that is the, the truth. So take, it, take that time away. It is amazing if you do it, like if you fully disconnect. And you know, when you come back, you'll feel the difference. You'll be more relaxed, you'll be more focused. And if you if you prepared, your peers, your colleagues will have done that work for you. And you have the opportunity to take on new challenges, to th- see new things, and to, to be even more productive. You know, it's, it's a win-win-win situation. You win twice and the company wins with that also. So I think it's it's. Uh, I really hope Farfetch continues to invest in these types of programs because, you know, we all get uh, get more out of it at the end. Yeah, uh, actually for me, uh, because I only left uh, two weeks, so there's not too much feelings on the returning. So, but uh, trust me, if you spend two weeks with a, a newborn baby, you will really, really want to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine. Um, I guess we're getting close to the end of our episode. So in summary, do you have any piece of wisdom that you could share with our listeners that are currently um, thinking about taking a sabbatical leave or just taking extra time to fulfill their dreams? I think uh, you should plan ahead and uh, disconnect and also budget wisely and uh, stay flexible. So, and then we can relax and enjoy. I would agree. I would say definitely, definitely plan ahead to make the most out of it. And um, just grab it, grab it. It's so, it's such an amazing gift that we've been given to have this precious time. Um, just book it, go and do it and enjoy it. It's, it's just an incredible thing to, to be able to do. I'll just say, just do it, because um, you'll have doubts about every single step of what needs to happen before you go. You'll have doubts just a moment before you go, and those will be different for, for everyone. Uh, some will be professional, some will be personal, but if you don't do it, you will regret it. I can tell you that, because I did regret it not taking it earlier, because now I have to wait another five years. Well, that's amazing. And, and thank you so much, Luis, Quincy and Chatham for sharing with us your amazing experiences. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That was it for today's episode of Farfetch Threats. I hope everyone has enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episodes and we will see you soon. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Make sure you never miss an episode of Farfetch Threads by subscribing to our Spotify and Farfetch People YouTube channel. If you're ready to do what's never been done, visit farfetchgroupcareers.com.